today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Christmas time. There's joy and love everywhere. There's also a special kind of magic in the air. Even if the rest of the year you can't carry a tune in a bucket. When the north wind blows and you hear the ho-ho-hos, it's time to just say f*** it. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. The Bill Kelly Show, 980 CFPL London and 900 CHML. No, that's not Frank Sinatra. That's Brett Butt. Yeah, Brett Butt. He's a singer. Uh, you, we know Brett Butt, of course, from Corner Gas and Corner Gas Animated and so many other wonderful things that he has done over the years. Uh, but he has uh, dabbled in songwriting in the past, and we're going to talk about that in just a couple of seconds. Uh, and has a number of other uh, initiatives that are ongoing right now. And uh, like I say, he's obviously best known for his work on Corner Gas, the award-winning show that uh, was on for so many years and, and continues, of course, on the Comedy Network and reruns on and on again. Always fun. It's one of those shows that just never seems to get old, and uh, it's always a pleasure to watch it. No matter what time you turn it on, just catch it. And, and, and the, the acting in that, the writing in that was just brilliant and uh, continues to be over the years. But uh, long before uh, we knew about Corner Gas, uh, I, my first, uh, I guess, uh, introduction to Brett Butt was uh, in listening to CBC Radio's Definitely Not the Opera, uh, and uh, where they featured a number of brilliant stand-up comedians. And, uh, well, Brett Butt was one of them. Here's a little bit of what he was like back in those days. Here's one of the times that I feel uh, my age. If I'm trying to do something on my phone, trying to load something on my phone, and it's taking too long, sometimes I'll catch myself giving my phone a shake. <laughs> that is a very generational move. Right? You don't see a 17-year-old shaking their phone. Come on, you dirty rotten me. <laughs> That's from a different time. I come from a time, you know, when we could intimidate our electronics. <laughs> right? We were in charge. The TV had a fuzzy picture, what do you do? Walk up, give it a slap, right? <laughs> yeah. More where that came from, Magnavox. Stand up, Brett Bart. Uh, and then it, it's evolved from there, of course, to, to the incredible show Corner Gas uh, and some new enterprises, too. And we are so pleased to welcome to the program Brent Butt, who is the award-winning comedian and actor and star of Corner Gas. Uh, Brett, thanks so much for the time. Great to have you on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me. That, you know, I was listening here uh, on hold to the radio, and when you said uh, definitely not the opera, I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to hear an old stand-up clip of mine. That was from Just for Laughs like a year and a half ago. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to like, find oh, something man. on voice. <laughs> but those those were good old days, though. Those days, I mean, the exposure that you got. Uh, you know, we always talk about how difficult it can be sometimes for Canadian talent to get that exposure. Uh, but that was uh, that was a launching pad for for an awful lot of people like yourself, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, being able to do shows like definitely not the opera on the radio, and uh, you know, there was there was a. You know, it's always tricky to, get to you know, you can tour the country. It's a big country, not many people. So you just got to get out there and hump yourself along the country thousands and thousands of miles. And then you end up, you know, you're playing to 80 people somewhere. So it can t take a while to build an audience in that way. But when you can get on the radio or TV, uh, it really makes a big difference in helping in the career of a young artist. 
how difficult was it uh, for for you to develop? I, you guys, of course, developed the uh, the whole concept of corner gas, uh, and and had great success with it. Number won a number of awards, but to to go back into the pool with corner gas animated uh, was was it a gamble for you? Did you think you had a sure thing? No, it's always been a gamble. I mean, even right from the get go, when we first did the live action version of the show, I didn't think anybody was going to watch. I thought, you know, this is a fun idea, and we're having fun doing it, but nobody's going to sit down and watch a show but a gas station in Saskatchewan. <laughs> and then that first episode had over a million viewers, and I thought, okay, well, that that was because, you know, CTV did some really good marketing, but that would trail off, and it never did. It just grew and grew and grew. We never had 107 episodes. We never had less than a million viewers. It was the only time, this is the thing I'm proud of, it's the only time in history where... The number one comedy on Canadian TV was actually Canadian. <laughs> so but you know what? That's proud of that. That Brett, that's the Canadian attitude. I remember talking with Yannick Bisson, who of course is, is Murdoch in Murdoch Mysteries. Uh, and you know, they're going into year fifteen or sixteen or whatever it is, and he says, You know what? He says, I'm a Canadian actor. You just figure you get a gig, if it lasts a season or two, that's fabulous. You know, and anything beyond that is you never think it's going to. But the corner gas, uh I mean, you guys pulled the plug on it. You could probably still be doing the live show if you wanted. Well, I mean, in some degree, it'd be kind of sad at a certain point. You know, I always say, remember when they went back to Gilligan's Island and Gilligan had white hair? <laughs> remember how weird that was? Yeah. I didn't want to traumatize any kids by doing that. But after six years, I just kind of felt like I don't want to get into a situation where we're going in circles. And, you know, I didn't want to watch the show die on the vine. I felt like it was, it was too important to me, and I felt like it was too important to a lot of people. I thought it would be doing it a disservice. And, you know, we did six years, 107 episodes. I thought, well, we're not short-sheeting anybody. We can we can move on. And it would be nice to all of us to do other things and then come back in a few years and make a movie. That was the goal. So we yeah. did that five years after. We That's came right. Back and we did Corner Gas, the movie. And I thought that was going to be the end of it. I thought that was going to be the cherry on top. That was sort of the plan. But... The response to the movie was so huge, it was like physically selling out movie theaters, and Cineflex asked CTV if they could have it for another week in theaters, and it became the most watched thing that year in the country, so that made the network call up and say, listen, there's clearly still an appetite for these people in this little town of Dog River. Do you want to do more episodes? But, you know, we were all getting older, and Janet's health wasn't good, and we thought, well, let's not go back and do more of the same. How could we how could we do more of the same but different? And I have a history and back, uh, background in cartooning and illustration. And yeah. so we said, well, what if we tried animating? I'm a big fan of like the Simpsons. And I love, I love primetime animation, even going back to the Flintstones, you know, what started it all. Oh, sure. So uh, I actually left when I, after high school, I was going to study animation. I went to Sheridan in Oakville, Ontario to study animation, but I quit after a few days because it's a lot of work. <laughs> and I wanted to become a greasy nightclub comedian, so that's what I went and did. But it's funny now, all these years, here I am back in the world of animation. All right, you've got a song out, and everything. This is this is amazing. With your uh, your partner, of course, uh, Craig Northey, who's a composer, and he wrote the theme for Corner Gas. People recognize that song. Uh, and this is a follow up to your big hit, of course, from a few years ago. Nothing rhymes with Saskatchewan, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a real crooner, you know. <laughs> well, I had this idea for a song called Everyone Can Sing at Christmas, kind of based on the notion that I like to sing, even though I'm not a very good singer. I, I do a lot of things. I enjoy doing a lot of things I'm no damn good at, you know. So why not? Why should singing be any different? 
So uh, I'm not above be- just belting out a tune. And so I had this idea called Everyone Can Sing at Christmas. And uh, I told some of the lyrics to Craig, and he put some music behind it. Next thing you know, I wrote some more lyrics, and he added some other musicians. And next thing you know, we were in studio recording an actual song called Everyone Can Sing at Christmas. And it's now, uh, it's worldwide on wh- whatever digital music streaming platform you, you get your music from. What's what's the kind of reaction you're getting? I love the song, by the way. It's, I think it's fabulous. Really creative. Okay. It's, got, it's, it's got a nice beat, and it's easy to dance to, you know. <laughs> yeah, the response has been cracking me up because I get a lot of people uh, responding to me on social media angry now because it's stuck in their head. It's a real <laughs> earworm song. It's a, it's a real sing-along type of song. I, I thought that if you're going to write a song called Everyone Can Sing at Christmas, you should write a song that people can sing to. And uh, But it also has some very... I believe I've written the only Christmas song that has the phrase swift and brutal yuletide beating in the, <laughs> in the song. Yeah, that jumped out at me. I got it. <laughs> It's got some funny lyrics. It's really very, very funny, very comical. Uh, And you're getting into the Yuletide spirit. You've got a Christmas special, I understand, Tinselitis. Yeah, we're doing our first ever Corner Gas animated Christmas special. Comes out December 14th on um, CTV Comedy. If you get that comedy channel there, it comes out on um, December 14th. And it's it's a really fun, funny episode. It's kind of tricky to write, you know... uh, uh, a Christmas episode because if you're going to do that, you you want it to have a certain kind of sentiment and a certain warmth and a certain feel. But you know, Dog River is a town where people aren't particularly nice to each other most of the time. So <laughs> it was tricky to find that balance. Well, once we did and we figured out these storylines, it, it landed really well. It came together really well. We're all very proud of the uh, episode. And and of course, the original series lives on and on and on on the Comedy Channel and of course on CTV, uh, the, the the cable channel there, the streaming channel. Uh, yeah, it's in you, sixty countries now. Yeah, it's it, people never get tired of it. Uh, and is it is it difficult when you because you're going into season three, of course, of uh, of Corner Gas, uh, the the the, uh, the cartoon version of it right now, uh, animated. Uh, is, are the ideas still fresh? Is it, is it still easy to sit down and just whip something off? Well, we have a funny way of writing uh, episode ideas, and I came up with this a long time ago, back when we were still doing the live show, because, you know, it can be tricky to keep coming up with story ideas. To pull them out of the ether is a bit of a trick. So we started doing this thing where we come up with a title first. We, we say, okay, let's say that this episode is called, and we usually come up with some kind of a pun, you know, that's like where yeah. we get tinselitis or we get, you know, uh, some of the, the title is always some weird play on words. We come up with a title first, and then we say, okay, if that was the title of the episode, what would be some storylines that would justify calling it that? And then now you have a, a kernel to start working from. So instead of pulling it out of the ether, we're giving ourselves a, a little bit of grit so that we can chew on that and come up with a pearl. And we that- that's been working great, and uh, I recommend that highly to anybody who's banging off a TV series. Come up with a title first <laughs> and justify the title by coming up with storylines. Tinselitis premieres, as you mentioned, on uh, December 14th, and they can check that out. Uh, Everyone Can Sing at Christmas is available everywhere on streaming. Check that. It's a fabulous idea. Uh, great to have you with us on the show, Brent, and uh, continue good luck. We love the shows. Uh, keep them coming, because as long as you keep making them, we're going to watch them. Thanks. Thanks very much. Well, well, you know, I'm not going back to school. This is, this is <laughs> for the long haul. Thanks again, Brent. Take care. Have a great Christmas. You too.
Brett Butt, of course, uh, from Corner Gas and uh, so many other endeavors, too. And the song is called Everyone Can Sing at Christmas. So there you go. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.